wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The situation tells you what it's going to be instead of you telling the situation. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why selling out is actually what we call selling out, quote unquote, selling out. What you're actually doing when you sell out is you are actually buying in. And I'll explain, of course, as always, I'll explain exactly what that means momentarily. But before we get into that, first of all, let me remind everybody, I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who is in my texting community. That is a message that is guaranteed. Yes, you heard me guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. If that sounds like something that you want in your life to be focused, sharp and on point every single day with a message coming straight from me to your phone. All you got to do to join my text community is send me a text at my number. Here's the number. Put this in your phone right now. It is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out that daily motivation, maybe today, depending on what time you listen to this, and definitely by tomorrow, because it'll have been at least, it'll, it'll be the next morning, you'll be in that daily motivation message. So send me a message at that number. It is down below in the show notes as well if you missed it. So you're in my text community. You get my daily motivation every single day. Now, this topic right here, why what we call, quote unquote, selling out is actually buying in. I got to give credit to Mr. Kevin Samuels for this point. Now, some of you, many of you may not even know who Kevin Samuels is. Kevin Samuels is a guy who was about a generation and a half or a generation or two older than me. He was probably in his early to mid 50s. He actually recently passed away in May of 2022. And Kevin Samuels was a guy who he was one of the people in this area on YouTube that they call, or on the internet period, specifically through YouTube, that they call the manosphere, which is an area where a bunch of men, these are mostly black men, were given material to really help other men out, men in their career lives and their professional lives. And they have made this into a thing. And 
Kevin Samuels is a guy who I came to know of him because he had spent years when I didn't know who he was. He had spent years making a lot of material that was directed towards men, helping them with their lives, with their careers, telling them you know, how to step their maybe their fashion game up and how to step their hygiene up and how to be a type of man who could meet the kind of women that you wanted to meet and helping men who were not even able to meet women, maybe even haven't had any experience with women in their lives, but they were adults. And he was helping them out with this. And it was actually just yesterday, I was listening to one of his older videos and he was talking to these men who were in their 20s and 30s who had actually, who were virgins. They had never had sex before. And I'm listening to these conversations. He's actually helping them out with like, here's how you need to step up your social skills. Here's some things that you need to do. You need to stop blaming you know, the women who are not interested in you. You need to figure yourself out. He was really, and I said this in a video right after he had passed away. There's a video I put on YouTube where I was saying that when I came across him and I started hearing the things that he was saying, because by the time I found out about him, he was mostly talking to women. He was having conversations with women and talking to them about, well, if you want to be married, you want to have kids, then you need to be taking some different actions and actions that you're taking right now. You need to be showing up differently than how you're showing up right now. And a lot of the way that he was talking, not the specific subject matter, but the way that he approached the situations, how he always brought the conversation back to the person that he was talking to and never putting the blame on the externalities. Like I talked about in my episode on externalities are not excuses. That was episode number 1879. A lot of his approach uh, reminded me of my own approach, even though I didn't even know who he was. And we're talking to completely different audiences about completely different things. I started going through his archives and still am going through his archives and just listening to his conversations because it's not visual, the stuff that he's doing. It's really, his stuff is kind of like a radio show. It's like a call-in radio show is what he did. And anyway, one of the videos that I was listening to of his, one of the older videos when he was directing his content towards men, because his last maybe two, three years, maybe two years, he was directing his content towards women. And that's where he really started to blow up because many women, not all women, but many women were taking offense to some of his approach because he was using a very, very direct approach with them, which you can use with men and men will accept it. But with women, they were definitely were not not all women, let me be clear. There was a percentage of women who were not accepting this approach from, especially coming from a man. And there were also men, you know, feminine men who wanted to jump in and put on their Superman capes and defend the women. And I talked about this in the video I put up about him. You can look that up on YouTube if you want to hear it. It's not that long. It's probably 10, 15 minutes. But anyway, in one of these older videos of uh, Mr. Samuels talking, he explained when he was talking to men, because Kevin Samuels had worked uh, before he got known on YouTube, he had worked in corporate America. He had worked in corporate as a salesperson. He had done outside sales. He had done inside sales and he had created success according to you know, the way he told his story in the sales world, in the corporate world. And he had moved up many times and been promoted many times. And he explained that a lot of young black men, and this is 100% true. And this is the reason why this became an episode here today, as I'm giving you the lead up to my point, that a lot of younger black men need to understand that the way that you show up, and I'm talking about physically, when people see you, the way that you dress, the way that you wear your hair, all of those things matter for how far you could actually go in your career. And a lot of young black men, and myself included, I will include myself in this group, we always looked at that, that point that Kevin Samuels maybe looked at that as like, well, why do I have to sell out in order to move up in my career? Now, why do I have to adjust to what other people want from me instead of just speaking to my own individuality. We should be able to just look at ourselves and say, well, look, if I'm good enough and my skills are good enough, especially if you're working in an organization, that was one thing if you're me and you are an entrepreneur, you have your own situation and you can basically make the rules. But it's a whole other thing if you're working in an 
office building and somebody else owns that company, your name's not on the door and you're getting a paycheck from somebody and you can look at the people who are above you and see how they're showing up. Then look at you, look at how you're showing up. And if you're not matching and you think you're just going to crash that party just because based on your skill alone, I just told you all, there was just a recent episode of this show. I just told you being a model is not about being pretty. Episode 2230 and other truths about the game that you need to understand. Did I not just tell you all this just five days ago, six days ago? I just told you this, that the game is not what you want the game to be. The game is what it is. Now you have to understand what that game is. You must learn how to play it. And a lot of us will look at things as are, well, especially men like for me, I have a shaved head, as you can see. But men who have uh, cornrows or men who have uh, dreadlocks or men who have any kind of a hairstyle that's you no know, out there that draws attention is that a lot of men will look at that and say, well, why would I need to cut my hair or you know, have a different haircut or approach things differently because you know, I have the skill. So even though I have this different style, that should not hold me back from getting to where I want to get to. And Kevin Samuels was explaining in his own way, and I'm paraphrasing the way that he said it was, listen, the game is the game. That's the way that I like to say it. The game is the game. And you look at the people who are at the, in the C-suite of that company and you want to be at the C-suite, look at them, then look at you. And if you're not matching, then you're not going to get into that C-suite, no matter how much skill you think you have. And many of us will look at that as if we were to adjust to that truth, then that would mean we're selling out. And what Kevin Samuel says that many people call that selling out, but what you're actually doing is buying in. And the way that he explained it, was that this is what will get you in the game. And me, being a person who understands the concept of what do I say to you all all the time? That we are in a results-based business. Knowing that we're in a results-based business, and I laid that out in episode 1443, but I've talked about it probably in 30 different episodes of this show, maybe more. I had to appreciate and understand this point, and I had to appreciate this approach. Now, had I been a person working in uh, corporate America, this video would have been speaking directly to me, but it still spoke to me indirectly when I heard what he said there. So that I want to give credit to Kevin Samuels and a rest in peace shout out to him because he really put out some great material and his approach was a breath of fresh air. I think for a lot of people out there, many of you who knew about him, maybe some of you who didn't, you can look him up, take a look at some of his materials. But his point that he made in this video is actually planted the seed for this episode that we're having right here. So let's get into it. The topic, once again, is why selling out or what you might call selling out. In other words, doing things that will allow you to fit into the situation that's already going on rather than you trying to crash the party with your own approach. Why this is actually buying in. If you look at it differently, it'll probably lead to you taking different actions. Again, be, do, have. Point number one. Top again, why selling out is actually buying in. Number one, you got to learn how to play the damn game. I mean, right back to what I just said. Play the game. Many people, I mean, this show is called Work On Your Game. Many people think playing the game means you just doing whatever the hell you want to do and the rest of the world needs to adjust to you. And let's be clear about something. If your name is on the door and you run things and you're an owner, then yes, that is how it works. But if your name's not on the door and you don't run the show and you're not the owner and you don't make every first and last call that goes on in whatever organization, then the game is whatever the person whose name on the door says the game is. And you must learn how to play that game. Now, you can display your individuality within the confines of that game, but that is the game that you have to learn how to play. And understand, I come from a world of, listen, I went to school, I went to college, I graduated, I played sports. When you play professional sports, you're not an owner, you're a worker. Uh, you're a contracted employee. And they can terminate your employment at any time for any reason or for no reason whatsoever. And I've had probably 30 jobs in my life, probably more than most of the people who listen to the show, even though 
I am an entrepreneur now. I've been in the work world for 25 years in one way or another. I understand 100% what it means to play the game. And you have to understand that when you're in someone else's organization, i.e. an organization in which you're not signing the checks, you got to play the game. That's what it means. Everybody clear on that? If you're not the one signing the checks, you are not paying every person who works there, then it's not your game to call. You can't say what the rules are. You adjust to what the rules are that are dictated to you. That's the way that it works. This is what playing the game means. Buying in means understanding the game that you're in and understanding how to play that game so you can succeed in that space as long as you plan on existing in that space. So when I worked at McDonald's and they said, okay, here's the uniform. You got to have this uniform on every time you come to work. You can't just show up without the uniform on and say, well, look, I'm good. I'm really good at this job. I don't have to wear the, I shouldn't have to wear the uniform. I had to be constricted to the standards of whoever is setting the rules here. Why can't I just display my individuality? That's not the way that it works. That's not the right way to play the game. You would get sent home that day and maybe not get asked to come back and you would understand 100% why, would you not? Of course. Now, let's just extrapolate that idea out to anywhere else that you're working, that there are certain standards in place. If you don't abide by those standards, you won't be there. Does everybody agree with that? When I played sports, if you didn't come to practice on time, uh, you might not be on the team anymore. If you didn't want to do the drill that the coach said do, then you're not going to get in the game. This is just the way that it works. You have to understand that what many people in all of us in the world that we're in now, we're in this selfie era where everything is about the individual. We're so self-centered and self-focused that we forget that you are still part of a larger organization in many different ways, whether it be your family, the company you work in, the environment you live in, the city you live in whatever organizations you may be a part of, that everybody can't go around. Just think about it. What if everybody in that organization, what if everybody in your family, everybody in your household, everybody at your company, everybody on your team, everybody just wants to display their individuality. Everybody just wants to do things the way that they wanted to do them. All right. What kind of coherence would you have in that organization? How much chaos would there be in that organization? How much positive things could get done on a consistent basis if everybody was just thinking, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do? All right. It wouldn't work, would it? So if you want it to be that way for you, then we got to give everybody that same leeway and what is going to get done. Right? Everybody's reading a different book, let alone is everybody on the same page. They're not even in the same book. Y'all might not even be in the same library. Maybe some people don't want to read a book, right? What's going to happen? What's going to get done in that organization? There are times in life, everyone, where you can adjust the situation to fit your personal preferences. There are times that that happens. There are also times in life when you must adjust yourself to fit the preferences of the situation. The situation tells you what it's going to be instead of you telling the situation. Wisdom and maturity, folks, is your understanding of when you are in which situation and making the necessary adjustments. That's what wisdom and maturity means, is you have to know, or am I in a situation here where I can do things how I want to do it and still produce the result for myself and for the group? Or am I in a situation here where I need to adjust myself to the situation so that I can help the group and make sure that my team, my family, my company gets the outcome that they want. You have to be mature enough to understand the difference and understand that there are different points in life when you are in one situation or another. Let me be clear. This ain't a 50-50 deal. This is not a 50-50 deal, meaning if there are 10 situations in a row in which you had to adjust yourself to the circumstance and you don't get to call the shots, that doesn't mean the next 10 situations you get to call the shots and things had to be the way that you want them to be because you had to balance it out. That's just not the way life works. Life is not an equal 50-50 deal that just because you had to compromise five times that the next five times somebody else has to compromise. That's not the way it works. If you want to be in a position where you call the shots, then you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Everybody heard that phrase before? 
Okay, have you paid that cost? All right, here's a way to know if you paid the cost or not. Go look at the door. The front door of your company is your name on it. If your name's not on it, then you haven't paid that cost to be the boss. It means you have to adjust yourself to whatever the boss says do. That's the way it works. Any questions? Many people have been conditioned to believe that every situation or at least a certain number of situations should bend to your will when that is absolutely not the case, especially if you are not in the position of being the shot caller who can alter situations as you wish. You're not the boss. You're not the person writing the checks. Then you're not the person who can tell the situation what it has to be. You must learn when to adjust if you want to be in the game. And listen, there's nothing wrong with not being the person whose name on the door. There's a whole different set of challenges that come with being that person. All right. You need to, first of all, get clear. Where are you at so that you know what you can do and what you can't do? This is what smart, mature individuals do. Question is, are you one of them? Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how what you call selling out is actually buying in. Number two, let's talk about information and access. If you really want to change the situation that you're in and you're serious about changing that particular situation or maybe just your life situation, sometimes the best way to do that is get to the inside of the situation first by playing the game. Then you make adjustments to the situation from the inside once you get in. This is like the story of the Trojan horse, all right, the golden calf, all right, which means, or let's just say the Trojan horse, when I say the golden calf, Trojan horse, which means you may need to play the game for some period of time. Make sure everybody understands that you're playing the game, that make sure that they know that you know what the game is and that you're playing it. Then once you get inside, then you can make the adjustments. Robert Greene talks about this in the 48 Laws of Power. He says, think as you wish, but behave like others. That's one of the laws. It is a law of power to make sure that you don't present yourself as too radically different from everyone else in the room. Because when you do that, you basically are making yourself stand out by being so much different from other people. And the challenge with making yourself so much different from other people is it might actually keep you from getting access to certain information. It may keep you from being invited into certain rooms because you're so much different from other people. Understand that people like people who are similar to them. So while it does make sense to be different, it does make sense to be unique. It does make sense to have a different voice at times. And I've talked about that even here on this show. But you have to understand the context from which I'm talking about it. When I say be different, be unique, have a unique voice, say something that nobody else is saying. I'm talking about people who are your name's on the door. You're running your own enterprise. And there's something specific and unique about you that draws people to you. But at the same time, if you're inside of an organization, you don't be that much different because now you're going to be ostracized. Now they're not going to invite you into the club because you're not similar to other people in the club. What do people like in life? They like people who are similar to them. We like people who agree with us. We like people who see things the way that we see them. And if you're so unique that I can't quite understand, if you understand me, then I'm not going to hang around you. This is the way most people think. Now, are there people out there? Are there some exceptional individuals who want to be around people that are completely different from them? Yes, but that ain't most people. And most people are like most other people. Anybody following me here? Have I gone over anybody's head yet? Hopefully not. It is a law of power to not be too much radically different because you will be ostracized. No one will understand you. No one will want to deal with you. People need to understand, relate to, and accept you before they will understand and relate to and accept your ideas. This is an important point. Let me say it again. People need to understand, relate to, and accept you as a person, meaning the way that you show up, before they will understand, relate to, and accept anything that you have to say or share, which means you have to learn how to be a chameleon. Any of you who's been in sales, you understand what that means. That means changing yourself, changing your energy, changing your approach based on the person who is in front of you and the situation at hand. That's what playing the game is. Being a chameleon means playing the game. It doesn't mean you have fundamentally changed who you are as a person. It just means you change your colors 
you change your stripes and you change your approach based on the situation so that you can get the best result. Because remember, what business are we in? We're not in the prove that I'm different business. We're in the results business. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is why selling out is actually buying in. If you want to be an insider, you have to be bought in. An insider anywhere, you have to show somehow, some way that you can relate to the other people who are already on the inside. That's the only way that you get in. There is no club in the world. And when I say club, I mean that metaphorically, no group, no insiders group in the world that is going to allow somebody in because of how different that person is. This person is so different, so unique, so radical. We're going to bring this different person in. Now, there are some places in the world where we know I talked about this, where the DIE initiatives are saying that we need to bring in people who are completely different and people who are just different from everybody else who is out there because this is what we need. I talked about this in episode 2199, why diversity, inclusion, and equity is actually the enemy of high performance. Because many times in life, you want things to be the same. You want things to be homogenous. You want things to be exclusive. And you want there to be inequality. Why? Because those are the people who are producing at the highest level. Those are the people who are producing a certain result. Up to this point, we want more of those same results and we don't need to change things up. We don't need to shake things up. We don't need to roll the dice. We want things to be exactly as they have been. If you want to be an insider, sometimes you must fit what is already going on. Being inside means literally, what I mean is you are literally on the inside, which means you are adapting to the situation as it is, not trying to force the situation to be different. You may be able to do that later on down the line, but usually you need to do it from the inside of the room, not from the outside of the room. You can't change an organization from the outside of the organization. You got to get on the inside. Somebody has to invite you in. Someone has to open the door and let you in. You know what people, you know who people open doors and let in? People who they can relate to, people who they understand, and people who they believe have some similar beliefs and similar approaches as they have. Look at your own life. Look at your friends. Look at the people that you hang with. Look at the people that you talk to on a consistent basis voluntarily. Are they similar to you in many ways? Do you relate to them in many ways? Do you have a lot of things in common? Of course you do. How many friends do you have who are completely different from you and just radically so much different from you? Probably not any. Many of you, the answer is none. And this is normal. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. This is normal. We hang with people who are like us. So if you want to be in the room with the people who are at the level that you want to be at, guess what you need to do? Figure out how you can show them that you're similar to them. Now, you want to call that selling out? You call it selling out. But like I told you, Kevin Samuel said, what I'm saying here today, what you're actually doing is buying in. Because once you buy in, now you can unleash your agenda and maybe in a slow way, but you can you can make more change from the inside of the room than you can from the outside of the room, as I just said. Now, you may have to wait. You, know, you may have to bide your time. You might have to build up some equity in whatever organization you're a part of before you're able to you know, let everything out the way that you want to let it out. But you got to be in a position of power to do these things. And you can't be in a position of power when you're outside the room. This is not selling out. This is buying in. This is also a strategic move, folks, because this allows you to get access to what is going on on the inside. Maybe it doesn't need to change as much as you thought it did, because now you get more information from the inside than you had when you were on the outside. And this is what you actually want, because the better you know what is actually going on, the easier it will be for you to change things and bend them to your will. Uh, you don't have as much information as you thought you did from the outside as you find out when you get to the inside. You learn some things like, oh, damn, I thought it was one way, but it's actually another way. All of this is part of learning how to play the game, folks. And you have to learn how to make your adjustments to the situation at hand. Again, keeping in mind what business you're in and also understanding and having an accurate estimate. There's that word again, accurate, an accurate estimate of how much power you actually have versus how much you want to have. Do not be wrong in this. 
Let's recap today's class, which is why selling out is actually buying in. Again, thanks to Kevin Samuels and rest in peace to him for seeding the idea of this point. Point number one, play the damn game. Buying in means understanding what game you're in and understanding how to play the game. I told you in episodes number 13, 14, and episodes 12, 10 about playing the game and understanding what game you're in. You must have an accurate estimate of what position you are actually in, of where you can call the shots or where you can't call the shots. A simple way to know is look at the door, the front door, any business or organization you're a part of. If it's not your name on that door, then you are not the boss. That means you can't call all the shots and you need to adjust yourself as necessary. Point number two, information and access. You really want to change the situation and you're serious about it. Most of the time, the best way to do that is first get on the inside by playing the game. Then you make your adjustments from within the organization. You can't really change things from the outside of the room. You got to get in the room to know what's going on. Robert Greene says it's in 48 laws of power. Think as you wish, but behave like others. It's a law of power to not present yourself as too much different from everybody else who's in the room, lest they won't let you in the room because you're so different. They don't understand you. Most people do not want to deal with things that they don't understand. So you need to learn how to play this game. You might think that they're wrong for thinking like that. Think whatever the hell you want, but behave like others. That's another law of power. Think as you wish, but behave like other people. You need to learn how to be a chameleon and play the game at some point. So point number three, if you want to be an insider, you got to buy in. Being inside means you are literally in the room, which means you are adapting to the situation as it is. because That's the only way you get in. Then you can alter the situation as you wish. But first, you got to get in the room and find out what's actually going on, which is probably a lot different than what you thought was going on when you were on the outside trying to see through the windows. It is also a strategic move because that access allows you to see, again, get the real information, again, which is completely different than what you thought was the information when you were standing outside in line, hoping that the bouncer lifted up the red, lifted up the velvet rope to let you in. All that being said, text me to get my daily motivation text. My number is 305-384-6894. And you're ready to work with me directly. The only place to do that is in my university, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My group programs, for those of you who are finding your footing, getting started, trying to find your position here when it comes to your career, when it comes to your business, and you want someone who can help guide you strategically, make sure your mind is in the right place, hold you accountable, and make sure you're executing on the things that will actually get you to where you want to get to. And my one-on-one third-day mastermind is for higher-level professionals, usually people who are at the six-figure level and above, or at least on your way to it. You want someone to make sure that you are staying on point, staying focused, staying strategic, and you stay at that higher level or get to an even higher level from where you're at right now. Both options are available at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.